You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Tanya Pinkins, and you're listening to my podcast, You Can't Say That, on the Broadway Podcast Network. Today, I'm excited to welcome my guest, Anath Garber. She is a psychologist and a certified psychodrama therapist um, practicing all over the globe, including sessions by telephone to accommodate people who live in remote places. So welcome, Anath. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. It's wonderful. So you brought this tome with you. Uh, I'm holding it in my hand. It's a big blue book called... Who Shall Survive? What is this book that you brought for me to see? So this book, titled Who Shall Survive, is so heavy that the obvious answer is this one. (laughs) Who can carry it? (laughs) And so it's like a heavy lifter. But actually, it's his opus where he wrote all his ideas were there. Who is he? He is J.L. Moreno, of course. Jacob Levi Moreno who started group psychotherapy, psychodrama, and sociometry. In this book, he actually explains all of it. I brought it because there is personal dedication to me there, so I wanted to. It has personal. Mm, Now, what was the question? What's that? I just wanted to know what this book was because you just introduced three words that are new to everybody. Psychodrama sociometry, and there was group... Psychotherapy. So so J.L. Moreno started the first... Oh, the triad. The triad. What's the triad? Well, the three ones. The oh, psychodrama, the psychodrama, the sociometry, and group psychotherapy. They all kind of related. So I'm going to ask you to define each one. Okay. So we start with psychodrama, which is not what everybody thinks, the crazy acting out in the office. <laughs> And because it entered colloquial words, it really has a bad connotation now. But it really means, drama means action, psyche means soul. So it's the soul in action, the psyche in action. 
it makes total sense that since life is lived in action, if we want some therapeutics, they should be done in action. It's just kind of logical. To me, it was, wow, finally somebody is talking my language. Obviously, says Aristotle, everybody knew of the healing nature of theater. It's a catharsis. We like a good story because it talks about us. We like good theater because we can identify, we can get a catharsis of integration, of some change. So um, it would make sense to create theater of truth, that's what he called it, uh, where instead of listening to somebody else's story, my story can be. I don't have to be multi-talented. Mm, I can be just a little human being, and my story is enacted, and I can get catharsis from changes that I can make because I've seen what's happening, and maybe there are better ways of doing it. So what's different if I come in for a psychodrama session as opposed to us sitting across the chair from each other or me lying on a couch? What's mm -hmm. different in a psychodrama session? In a psychodrama session, instead of talking about something... You want to reenact it. So you're talking about some problem you have with your husband, your child, etc. You're talking about it. But if I see it, it could be a whole different story. So I'm going to get up and tell you this week, my husband and I had a fight, and I'm going to be me, and I'm going to be my husband, and I'm going to be whoever walked in, and I'm going to live the scene out in front of the, the, you, the therapist. That's pretty good. Uh, if it's done in a group setting, which is the preferable setting for psychodrama, oh. you have many people taking many roles. Pause for a second. We keep hitting this. So we're getting a lot of thuds. And do I move my hat? Mm -mm. No, you are fine. I'll just reposition the mic. So you can still keep your hands moving and it won't hit you below. There you go. Okay. Right. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So let's go back and talk about how psychodrama is best in a group setting. So how does it work? So in a group setting, you have many people who would be competing for attention. <laughs> okay. And so have, I'm going to cast all these people in the roles of my life. Well, we, firstly, there may be many more than we need. They will be vying for attention. Um, or sometimes they won't be. They'll be cold. And you have to warm them up to actually want to enact something. So in the case that everybody's warmed up, you have to kind of cool them down and choose one that most of the group identifies with their problems. So here I want to work on this, says A, B says I want to work on this, and another one wants to work on this. Then we have the group come and stay behind, let's say, each of them and see who is most interested. So there is this, what we call sociometric choice. The person who gets the most number of choices would be chosen because he represents mostly the interests of the group. But don't charming people just get more interest? I mean, there's certain people who are more charming or more compelling. What about the wallflowers? Do they ever get their chance? I mean, does anybody ever get behind the wallflower? Yeah, there are many closet wallflowers. <laughs> so yes, yes, there is a chance of somebody who says, I always, I'm always rejected. Whenever I ask for anything, I cannot get. Here was another example. Everybody got a raise except for me. Well, how many people would be interested in seeing that? Mm. Would be much more interesting than somebody, how can I seduce another woman? Mm. Effectively. Maybe you'll get nothing. Mm -hmm. 
okay, so uh, sociometrically, the group decides whose issue is going to be enacted in sociodrama exactly. on that Perfect. particular session. Okay, and Perfect. then what happens? And so then we state the problem and we portray the problem. Mm. Do I tell the people the dynamic in my house or do we all we just... See it. We see it. But so, do I tell them? Like, how do they know how my husband behaves or how my child well, behaves? Well, you probably started saying, we had an enormous fight. My husband almost kid the kid. I cannot take it anymore. I, I don't know. This, is, this violence is really getting out of hands. Okay, so well, let's see. What's the violence? How does it work? Let's see this exact concrete example. Then there are all these techniques. You can get out of this scene and look at it. You can see your contribution to the fight. You can see the child from the point of view of the child. You can see it from many points of views. So me, I can be any of the people in the drama or I can choose to watch other people be all of the people in my drama. Yeah, well, as a matter of fact, it's kind of true to say you can choose, but it should be the director who, let's, who will consult with you what would be the right Way to go. And the director, you're the director, you're the psychologist, right? You're the psychotherapist. Right. Okay. So so then we have kind of an agreement that I'm going to direct this, this show and trusting that we have an alliance because we want to make it a healing experience for you and everybody. So when you walk out, there's huge, some huge truth was revealed. Maybe the truth is that the kid was always unwanted. Mm. And since... Since it was never discussed, all of a sudden, slowly, there are all these eruptions. And this is coming out from strangers just improvising my life? It's very, it's, it's very interesting. And it's called tele. What's that called? Tele. And I explained tele is a mutual feeling. It's incredible to see in an open session that I was running in New York, a person would choose somebody over there to be their father. And you didn't have to train them. They're just like perfect. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's totally amazing. When it happens over and over, you know there is some way that we interact that we are not conscious, but if we develop that quality, our life changes. And what is this quality we want to this develop? This quality of tuning in um, into... It sounds very esoteric, this vibration, this kind of energy that connects us all, that I know that somehow that feels right, not that. You probably had many times that experience. Well, I think that, I mean, to, to be an actor, that's a lot of what our experience is. But also, as actors, we're also sometimes the most self-destructive people and tuning into the things that are absolutely worse for us. That is so true. Because as an actor, you have to tune out of yourself and you have to tune into a role that can be totally not good for you, therapeutically speaking. If you're lucky to have 300 performances of, of something that's therapeutic for you, that's great. But that doesn't happen often. So really, you have to empty yourself of you and be somewhere else. Uh, this is the other way, right? You have to kind of tune totally into you totally sense your inner being. I don't know how, how I could do that. 
totally sense my inner being. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've always a- thought I'm a much better actor than I am a human. Like I have great boundaries as an actor. I know my worth. I can do all these things as an actor that I, I make total mistakes in my life. <laughs> I, I am totally, totally with you because I started from acting and I couldn't wait to be told what to do. I know how to do what you tell me to do, but left alone, well, how do I decide whether this is right? Is that right? I cannot know. How do I know? Exactly. How will I figure out? Where is the director? Tell me. Well, God is the biggest director. But so for me, it was like, wow, that is incredible. There is a way that I could navigate the world in a way that would be um, conducive to me. And there we come with the concept of spontaneity. So I have to plug it in. Because really what he says, who shall survive, and the three is applicable to 21st century, is the spontaneous person, sort of homo spontaneous. Okay. What does it mean, spontaneity? Spontaneity means uh, from the Latin word, from within. But concretely, the working definition could be a new response to an old situation mm-hmm. or a novel response to a new situation. So if you are in the sense that you can always come with a new response to an old situation or novel response to a new situation in a state of spontaneity. Well, I think like the Meiser, Meisner yeah, acting yeah, yeah. technique is very much about this yeah, living yeah. truthfully and fully in imaginary circumstances. The mm-hmm. lines are always the same. The blocking is always the same. But, you know, the air is different. The weather is different. The audience is different. My day was different. I ate something different. And so we meet each other with all of these structures that are the same every night. But the response to one another is going to be new and different. And it's going to be a new play every night. If... You're the kind of an actress, and you are, who is totally present. But sometimes you go to the same performance that somebody raved about, and it gives you cold. The people were not connecting. They were thinking about tomorrow. They were saying the lines. They were not there. So there is the, the sense that you're totally acquainted with, which is a form of spontaneity, which is mindfulness, being attuned in. So you walk, and that you immediately do. You don't even notice anymore. Okay, there were problem at home. It was this and that. I'm leaving it. This is a sacred place, and frankly, this is the most sacred place where your feet are now. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't turned it off. They're open. You, you, that call is open, and that person is listening to no, us. Kim Likely. Okay. <laughs> no, you, didn't you didn't hang up on them. They're just like saying oh, hello. Yeah. And <laughs> did you turn off the ringer? Yeah, I just did. <laughs> okay. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So where I am right now is the most important place. My feet right here mm-hmm. on the ground. But the other thing is for me, when I am having the best acting, mm-hmm. my attention is on my partner. Mm-hmm. And I, I always say if I'm working with someone who's really good, I don't have to do anything but put all my attention on them and respond. And they are essentially giving me my performance. Yes. Yes. And so you go here to improv, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm improving within the structure of yeah. some blocking and some yeah. and words that because I have to say. who you call the other great actress, totally tuned in. they totally present. Oh, it's, it's, it's such a... <laughs> It's like sex. It's like great it's exactly, sex. It's, 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 it's orgastic. It's just is. It's that flow. And when you had with another human being, it's just so incredible. So, so to have really the privilege to run that many shows in which such things happen, it's really, really energizing. But I can't imagine that with a bunch of non-actors who maybe don't talk and they got to make up things and they're self-conscious and they don't like to public speak. Like, I can't imagine that you can have that with a bunch of, you know, non-performer people. You're saying you can? Totally. What is strange is everybody's kind of a performer. Hmm. You, you know, you perform, you pretend to be something, you pretend to be something else. What's difficult is to be oneself if there is such a thing as oneself. So again, according to J.L. Moreno, there is no such a thing as self, mm. which is true in all um, spiritual practices. There is not I, it's a fiction. What's not a fiction is the role we take. So according to him, the self is the result of the roles we take. The more roles we take, the more elaborate is our sense of ourselves. Mm. But it's roles. You are not born with a self. Well, that sort of makes me think of the first folio and how um, Shakespeare, when she, yes, I said she, was laying out the folio, she would call different characters by their role in the scene. Uh, in like all's well that ends well, sometimes there was she was the countess but when she was talking to her son she's written as mother and and he would list characters by the role they were playing in the scene even if their character had a name or a a title he she listed them by their role that's because i i'm in the camp that mary sydney herbert wrote all of what we know as shakespeare <laughs> I, I refer to God as she, so. <laughs> I do that too. Just, just so when I recite, uh, I am, I recite usually in Hebrew, where there is feminine in you, so usually I say the feminine for God, because why should I not worship that part of me? So that's another theatricality there, because God is neither female or male, but, right. but I want to get used to the part of the female. Mm-hmm. That is in that is in the Godhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 we've got a bunch of strangers, and they're all they all know. Every, you're saying every stranger in my group therapy knows how to play different roles, 
and we're going to get up. I'm going to either watch or they're going to, I'm going to enact with them. And how am I going to get to my catharsis in this? Okay. Well, I guess I probably forgot to mention one thing okay. that I can see is missing. How do you get cold people get on the stage and act? You won't. Okay. What is needed is a process. Okay. And the process of warming up, which is the most important thing in the universe. Because for every action, there is a warm-up, even if we're not aware of. Really? Yeah. What Some people mean? cannot fall asleep because they skip the warm-up of going to sleep. Like maybe they, they say, I'm not taking off my mega, and then I cannot fall asleep. So I have to get out and do these things. And they produce a state of sleep. The most obvious um, um, example of a need to warm up, which as I get older is easier for me to say in a big hall, is sex. If you don't warm up, nothing will happen. And adequate warm up, think of sex, brings to great action. Mm. So if you just warm up, the action will take over. And then there is another thing to close it. Okay, so somebody rolls over. There is a need to close something. And then maybe share the experience. And that's really how I describe a psychodrama session. Mm. So you warn up the audience to become a group. If they're not a group, if they're not united, nothing will happen. It's a bunch of people in the audience. Mm -hmm. Cold. But think it's like a circle. They're united through a warm-up. And a warm -up could be taken from Stanislavski's, from improv, from anything that I can make up or, or at the moment, they become a group. Out of the group will emerge protagonists. I may sense it just by the way they energetically vibrate. Mm -hmm. There is a certain look when people get triggered, they're ready. Mm. There is just a body sense. Mm -hmm. Ren was a genius. There were hundreds of people. back there. Come on. And he, and he was extremely charismatic. He would hold the hand and the people would melt. Uh, so, so that the protagonist emerges out of the group and the, all your questions were so relevant. And then he's really eating from your hand because then he would choose the, the roles for people to play. Um, the first time when I experienced my first psychodrama, I just could not believe that experience. I was in Viken and Zerka, who is his wife, directed it. And I had a recurrent dream which was driving me crazy in Israel, sort of more like an out-of-body experience. And I was really, at the time I had no idea that people wanted to have out-of-body experiences. I didn't want them. <laughs> and so, because I thought, you know, they're going to hospitalize me. Yeah, sooner, like right? you're mentally ill. Yeah, yeah okay. that's why I have to be a psychologist just to prevent such a thing. And so it was always 3 a.m., but it was a different time here. And all of a sudden, I have this dream. I'm really scared because I'm Tell us the dream. Out. Can I knock it? Yeah. Tell us the dream. Yeah, every time you touch it, I get a big... <laughs> a big <laughs> so, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Tell us the... I, I Tell really, us the recurring dream. The, I, I cannot remember it so many years ago. I remember only that I'll be flying through the window out and be afraid that I'll drop down. What precipitated it... I don't know. Obviously, I know enough that it has to be involved some trauma because people don't do out-of-body experience if they so un were never traumatized. But anyhow, in the morning, usually group members directed to learn, they directed the psychodrama. So one of incredible psychiatrists from Buenos Aires directs me, nothing really happens. I only cry. Zerka comes, and there I experience the magic 
of psychodrama. When she held my hand, it was as if she already moved me to another sphere. Mm. So there was something... Tantric. Mm-hmm. And then as I was telling this story, and she was creating scenes and scenes, of course, it had to do with my mother, with some sexual abuse, whatever. Um, and she was in her role as a director yelling at my mother. And I thought, how dare she? <laughs> Just like, who yells at my mother? Nobody ever yells at my mother. But it was an incredible experience that somebody could stand up and say, maybe that was not a why, right way to deal with that. And then somehow the session ended and I could see how present I was. Everything was very clear. The places were very clear. And then the group shared experiences. Obviously, many people had many experiences. And that's one way of bringing the protagonist back to reality and also the poor audience that is triggered with many feelings can pay back for the story you told. So you keep calling them the audience, but do audience yeah, they, you mean all the, the participants in the group no, therapy? Actually, it's misnomer. It's more like spect actors in... The members of the group the members who are of the not... Group not actually um, improvising yeah, your so life. Group members. Got it. Because really, that, that's, there is no audience. It has to become a group. Without a group, there is no experience. You can trust. You have to be trusting to allow yourself to have that experience. I always think that the theater is a very sacred and holy experience and that a lot of times um, audiences do love a talk back. You, you um, were one of the therapist facilitators for my plays, Truth and Reconciliation mm-hmm. of Women, which is a series of 21-act plays uh, about the ways in which women abuse one another because that's an issue that's in the forefront of my mind. And I feel like you are really good at uh, helping the audience to share what it was like to watch these various scenes where women were in deep conflicts with with each other over sex abuse or, you know, tribes murdering other tribes. And then it would touch something very personal in people's audience, in the audience. Sometimes they would get upset at how we chose to let the story work out. Mm -hmm. What was your experience of that? You just described it. Oh, my experience of facilitating that. Is it like the psychodrama what we had going on at truth and reconciliation of women just say like if psychodrama is 100 percent, that would be like 10 percent 15 percent it was sensing the where the group was daring not to ask two-pointed question to scare people but just enough to invite people to share the experiences i probably shared mine because it always helps if you share yours, you show a vulnerability and this kind of modeling that other people can show their vulnerability. And it was also all the actresses, they embodied all that. Many of them had experienced some kind of sort of trauma in their life too. They were too good if they just were very sensitive. So that was a way when people were telling their stories is paying back for revealing their inner nature. Like, whenever you act, it's really so much of you out there. Mm -hmm. Even so, it's hidden behind the role, but it's you. You know it. And when you really, really express yourself, it's like you really, it's way more than denuding yourself sexually. It's like totally 
open book and if somebody and that's when if somebody opens a, a candy or something it's mm-hmm. like scratching the inner body mm-hmm. um so this was the idea of creating a theater of truth that would be healing and his idea was that in every city there will be like a theater you can come in and have an open session and actually on 78th street and broadway where now it's the comedy club that's where there was the moreno institute where i directed open sessions for many years and then it closed it doesn't exist anymore it's your insurance <laughs> what what they think that you're going to get somebody triggered and then well, they you won't be able to uh, uh, well, part of it was Moreno, who was not a big businessman, nor his wife, sold the building for... Yeah, then and then they couldn't the afford rent. it. Right, right. No, they couldn't afford it. It was just, instead of raising some money and buying it, yeah. they kept the stuff in Beacon, which you no, know, never... Getting up to Beacon would be hard. Yeah, and also the value of their property will never go up. Mm. So, so basically, it's money that... But, so this is, you're saying... I mean, because now I'm interested and I, I can think of a place where you could pro- possibly do this. Um, Great. This was people could drop in and have a psychodrama session mm-hmm. about what was actually going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think the actor like center would love this. Five bucks. Yeah, oh. now it'd probably be more like 10 or 15. Yeah, but right. that, that, yeah. There were groups coming. Um, sometimes college is coming, sometimes a group of people coming. It would be like entertainment and, um, mm, oh, uh, you know, the guy who, the neurotic Jewish guy, Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. Yeah, Woody Allen was there. Many, many actors were there. there was, so when you see, uh, he uses in, in many of his movies, he uses a double. He was the first one to use it, but he borrowed it from Moreno where she says, you know, there's usually what she thinks, right? This is what I say, but here is what I think, which is not said, which is a double. What is a double? A double is somebody that will express something that you think, but may not say, may not right. even touch that you're saying it. And there is other, <laughs> other techniques that he totally stole. But Did he, Woody true. Allen do psychodrama with Moreno? Yeah, I, it was before my time, yeah. Oh, so Woody Allen did psychodrama. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, many, many, many actors did it. Um, to say stall is probably not right. They say, they say amateurs borrow geniuses steal. Yeah, so... so <laughs> <laughs> That's a good saying, yeah. I'm Tanya Pinkins, and you're listening to You Can't Say That. That was part one of my conversation with psychodrama therapist Anath Garber. Come back for part two. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.